T7M Radio brings to you the best of seven sports talk with seven Mitchell. Last night, the Toronto Raptors was a half second away from falling into an abyss that the NBA team has ever escaped. Down by two points, down by two games, the reigning champions needed a miracle. And OG, a newbie, delivered. OG. Hey. Now, OG, a newbie, he caught a cross-court pass that uh, Kyle Lowry had threaded over everybody else. That almost got picked off, by the way. And he hit a three-pointer as time expired that gave the Raptors a 104-103 win over the Boston Celtics in Game 3 of the Eastern Conference semifinals, uh, preventing the Celtics going up 3-0 and almost closing the door on the season of the Toronto Raptors. Uh, KB, man, did you like what you saw last night? Were you excited? I mean, I know the play was crazy, but did you like the the, the play of basketball that we got to see for 48 minutes between Boston and Toronto? I like it because I like how Toronto was fighting back the whole game. Like, like we, we know, bro, they, they outmatched right now. They lost a superstar from the defending championship team last year, so... For them to even make the second round of the playoffs when people didn't think Toronto was going to get this far is good to, for me. And that play was just cr- – listen, if if y'all down having a down day, everybody needs some OG, you feel me? <laughs> <laughs> my guy, my guy everybody can't be needs- with the classic one-liners. That's a fact. But, everybody you know, needs- it was a crazy but- game. It was a crazy game last night when you pick things apart, man. You know, Toronto, like I said, they were in they were in danger of being down 3-0. When you look at the game last night, Kyle Lowry, he led the way with 31 points. He was 13 for 23 from the field, but he was 2 for 8 from the three-point line. You also got Siakam, who was 1 for 4 from the three-point line. Um, Anubi, he was 3 for 5, but uh, Gasol was 0 for 3. And Van Fleet was f- uh, 5 for 13 from the three-point line. So Toronto did not shoot well from the perimeter and, you know, the three-point line and somehow, you know, was able to get this win versus Boston. I can't see them continually to shoot at this poor of a value and and win the series. I don't either. I still got Celtics in six because I got Toronto still winning another game. I got Toronto winning. I got them making it a series, even though I don't got them winning. What's up with your boy Jason Tatum? I like Jason Tatum, but – I feel like there's still something missing, man. And But he has proven to me in small sample sizes that he can be that guy. But, you know, he had a pedestrian 15 points yesterday, man. Five or 18 shooting. He's one for four from the three. Jason Tatum has been kind of quiet so far. Jalen Brown was going off yesterday. Absolutely. It's, I mean, both both uh, teams' best players were kind of pedestrian because Siakam only had 17 points. So, you know, they was they they both players had pedestrian numbers, but I mean basketball a team game, the teams was coming through for each other. And then the funny thing is that last shot almost got blocked by Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown is becoming, I mean, offensively, he's still gonna have some work to do, but he to me is becoming one of the best two-way players that this league has. I know we talk about Kawhi and Paul George being probably at the top of the list. But Jalen Brown is definitely one to consider when we talk about two-way players. I just think he needed to maybe step it up a little bit more offensively. Yeah, he's highly slept on. Like, that man needed deserve his credit out there because he really he put in work. So you're still going with Boston in six? 
Yeah, because I got Toronto still getting the game. I don't think Toronto and I don't think they can sell to go in and then five. But I mean, it's just you know, it's still growing pains with Jason Tatum. You know, he only twenty years old. But how long has he's he been a, in the league? I think he's been in the league for what? Uh, this is third year in the league. Oh, this is only his third year. Yeah, this is only his third year in the league. Okay, okay, so that's only one more than than uh, the guy from out Dallas. Luca, yeah, Luca. Okay, yeah, I'm not mad at that. So, how do you think the next game going to play out? Do you see them even in the series at two apiece, or do you think this is where Boston take their command and three one lead? I think Boston take the command three one lead. This the Raptors save it, make it three two, and then they close it out. Now. Let's go ahead and flip the script because, of course, we had two games last night. We had another game um, in the Western Conference. This was game one of the semifinals between the Clippers and the uh, Denver Nuggets. The Denver Nuggets just coming off of a game seven uh, series versus the Utah Jazz, and they really did not have that much uh, rest before having to uh, face the Clippers. So Kawhi Leonard scored 29 points and the LA Clippers, they rolled past the Denver Nuggets 120 to 97 on Thursday in game one of the Western semifinals. Paul George, he scored 19 points. Marcus Morris also added 18. Marcus is a dog. What you think about Marcus Morris being with the Clippers, you know, having him added on in the middle of the season? I thought that's a great move. Yeah, because Marcus Morris is balling. Like, he might be better than his brother. And he uh, and he also it, it changes the identity to me and the makeup of the Clippers because they really wasn't known coming into the season as being a team that's going to be physical or super physical. Of course, we know Pat Beverly; he's a dog. But I think bringing in Jakeem Noah and you know the Marcus twin, the Morris twin, they um definitely changed the identity of the Clippers, man. Definitely. Yeah, because Clippers ain't a finesse team no more. They they get gritty. And then Marcus Moore was a good pickup because when sometimes when you don't want to get Kawhi in foul trouble, you could put Marcus Morris on a strong score, you know, and, you know, divert them a little bit. Right. So, because Paul George ain't doing it. Paul George just, he's like, they, Marcus Morris is basically their second best defender because Paul George, I don't know why people consider him a two-way player anymore. Them days went out the window when he left Indiana. You think so? Yeah, I don't think Paul George. He, I don't know, man. He's a big know, disappointment. You might need to be drug tested for that one. I, I know he get he disappoints when we get to the postseason, but you don't think that Paul George is a top five, top three, two way player at NBA still? No, nah. that's interesting. Well. The Denver Nuggets man, uh, Nikola Jokic, he scored 15 points for the Nuggets, who shot 42% last night. Like I said, they just look gassed. Like, I, I, I wouldn't expect them to win game one anyway. Um, did you see anything or did you take anything away from Denver's game last night that may give you um, some type of, I don't know, maybe inspiration for game two that they might be able to do something? Um. Denver is all right, bro. I'm gonna be real. Denver is gas, bro. They just came off a crazy series. You know, Murray is. They just came off of coming back from a three-one. So they, right. you know, they they pushed themselves to the limit. 
And I just feel like, you know, they could have – I feel like the Clippers and Nuggets series should have started the same day as the Lakers jump should have started. They both should have started on because it's them playing – like, just like the Rockets got, you know, that meant that much time to get a little rest and breathe. So, but DeMar, they don't have nobody else that could handle the ball. Denver need another ball handler because – if Jamal Murray is bringing up the court, they know that's the guy that's probably going to get the shot. So they're going to close down on him. And if he can't get the ball to Jokic, shit, that's what I mean. I don't know. They they look at me like they're in trouble right now. Even though they got the bigs to combat the guards that the Clippers have, because they really got to go big. Like, Paul Millsap got to show up more. Like, Paul Millsap and Jokic, like they gotta just take they defend whoever they defender is, take them one on one and take them to the basket and just get the fouls at least if you can't get the bucket. Now last night for the Nuggets guard Gary Harris, he returned to the starting lineup. He played limited minutes in the past two games after being out since March with that strained right hip. Um, Jeremiah Grant, he scored eleven points. He was four for four shooting for the Nuggets for for the Clippers. Patrick Beverly, who had missed the previous five games with that left calf strain, he returned last night. He scored eight points, but he made an impact coming right into the game. That's the thing about Patrick Beverly. It might not always show up on the stat line, but, you know, he can make an impact, you know, just with those intangibles that could definitely change and shift the momentum of a game at any quarter. Yeah, that ball pressure, man. That's what they was most Is this a sweet with Patrick Beverly out there, it made Kawhi could be more aggressive. Is this a sweep? Let's get right to it. Are the Clippers sweeping the Denver Nuggets? Does Denver have what it take after, just like you said, coming back from a 3-1 deficit? Do they have what it takes to beat the, the, the Clippers? Or to at least keep it a at least keep it a good series? I got them getting the game. Because what drove the Clippers crazy last season is that they got that all-star guard that's just going crazy. Like, Jamal Murray could go crazy, but, like, when you throw in, like, three, four dudes at, like, because they don't have the people that Utah ain't had the people that Clippers have to throw at Jamal Murray like that. He getting different looks every time he's on offense. You know, so one one, one time of the court, he could be getting checked by Kawhi. He go to the basket. You know, he got, you know, you got Morris and George trying to strip you while you can go into the lane. So, you know. There's got to be somebody else that could – hopefully Gary Harris could help them a little bit when it comes to, like, ball handling. Right. I agree. I agree. This is the Best of 7 Sports Talk 7. Mitchell KB in the building. Make sure you guys check out the full podcast on Spotify as well as iTunes. You can check us out on YouTube as well at the Best of 7. Before we get up out of here, we're going to take a trip to the NFL. We got some breaking news coming out of D.C. this morning. The Washington football team has released running back Adrian Peterson. Uh, who could sign or who could signal this could be the end of his NFL career? Now, Peterson spent the last two years with Washington, leading the team in rushing uh, over that time with over 1,900 yards, 12 touchdowns. He rushed for 14,000 yards overall, trailing Barry Sanders by only a little over 1,000 yards for fourth place on the NFL's career list. Uh, Adrian Peterson ranks fourth with 111 rushing touchdowns in his career. 
He still wants to continue playing. I think last year he definitely defied the odds that people felt like AP still got it, but he's 36 years old. I can totally understand that Washington want to focus on their younger guys. Uh, do you think that this is the end for AP? Are you surprised that Washington released him? And if you think he's still going to play KB, where do you think Adrian Peterson should go uh, this upcoming NFL season? I feel like Adrian Peterson, I mean, he had a good career, man. Like, I don't, I mean, it's probably is time for him to hang it up, man. Like, you know, he's, he's been the best running back in the league for a long time. It's over for him now, you know, and well, he ain't been the best running back in the league in like four years, but like, can he, can he help, can he help Cam Newton? Can he go out to Foxborough, New England and help Cam Newton? If I, I mean, Patri- I say either go to the Patriots or go home, dog. Go go back to Minnesota, man. You know, they love you there. You know what I'm saying? That would be nice. That would be nice. I, li- I like that. I like that storyline, regardless of how it plays out, for him to be able to go back to Minnesota because he should have known. Yeah, that. man. That's where they appreciate you at, man. Go home, dog. I like that. All right, man. That's it. We are out of here. This is the Best of Seven Sports Talk. I hope you guys have a great weekend. Myself, KB, and the whole squad, we will lock in on Sunday, bringing y'all a full show with the full team. We're going to give a complete recap of what happened this week in the NBA playoffs and the semifinals. And we're going to also give some projections on what's going to go down in the following week. So y'all stay safe. Have a great weekend. We'll be tapping in with y'all Sunday morning. Y'all already know who y'all rocking with. The best of seven sports talk. KB, any final words, bro? Miami and six. Mm, talk that talk. Walk that walk. Y'all already know the vibe. Seven Mitchell KB, man. This is the best of seven sports talk. Follow us everywhere on social media. Y'all have a great weekend, man. We are out of here. Peace.